Hello everyone and welcome back to episode two of Do We Know Them? Uh, I'm Lily and I'm here with Jesse. Yeah. We told you we'd be back. We did and you all doubted us and that was not cool. Actually, I feel like there's only like a couple doubters and they did it in a nice way, but we noticed. Well, no, one person literally DM'd me and said, like, why would you get our hopes up telling you, like, telling us that you're going to be here every Sunday when we know you guys aren't going to be? I was shook. Oh, my God. Wait, I'm personally attacked. I mean, right? I, I should be. That was actually a personal attack. But yeah. um, I don't check my DMs and now I don't want to. Let me just say this right now. I'm coming to you live with strep and COVID-19. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I am not well. Okay, yesterday I was dying. Like I literally was on my deathbed. I couldn't move. I cannot believe I'm here today. But we're here. And that should show you how dedicated we are. I mean, and we're together. <laughs> not yeah, really. Don't, guys, don't worry. Don't worry. We're, we're, not, be, we're being safe. I'm not going to get COVID too. Because I... <laughs> look. <laughs> Isn't it cool? It's Honestly, an optical illusion. I'm not even going to lie. That wasn't the plan. No. It it was just, it kind of was like, oh, wait. Oh, what if I did this? Oh, what if I did that? And then the yeah. next thing I knew, we were in the same room. And I was like, oh my God. Well, I, I would love to move to Georgia. I get very irked when podcasts have split screens. I don't know why, but I don't actually like it. Like it, it messes with my viewing experience. And so I was kind of bummed that that's what we had to do because I'm in Georgia. Lily's in California, but... But um, anyway, so episode two, you guys, uh, such good feedback. Thank you so yeah. much. There were so many nice comments and yeah. we just like kept sending them back and forth to each other and being like, oh my God, people are so nice. Yeah, they really are. You guys are amazing. And thank you to the 99% of you guys who do believe in us and our ability to make this happen every Sunday. Yeah, I mean, if she's going to power through COVID and how do you get COVID and strep strep at the same time? It's actually like an art form. So literally what happened was I went to the aquarium. That was my first mistake. My, My son wants to go to the aquarium every week. It's summer. We have to have him doing activities. So when we went to the aquarium, I noticed his little throat was like swollen. And I was concerned it was like a thyroid issue. So we were like, we need to get him into the doctor tomorrow. We brought him to the doctor and they were like, oh, we're gonna test him for strep because his throat looks irritated. They told us he's positive for strep. The next day my husband had COVID. So like, it was like a downward spiral. And so everybody got strep, the baby has strep. I don't know if she has COVID. She's like totally fine out of everyone. She's chilling, she hasn't had a fever, nothing. I don't know, man. It's been awful. But yesterday, I li- I thought I was going to die. Honestly, I texted my mom. So we uh, we basically like uh, just text through. I, there's a three-hour time difference. But it seems like you're just always awake. <laughs> yeah, that's about, yeah, that's pretty accurate. I guess you have a baby, so that makes sense. Yeah. But um, <laughs> so we're usually just like texting throughout the day. And we've been like updating each other on the like how the podcast is doing and stuff. And yesterday, I didn't hear from her starting at like 12, I think, my time. So three her time. And I was like, I texted my mom and I go, I haven't heard from Jesse in <laughs> hours, which is weird. I <laughs> because was... normally it would be like, okay, chill out, codependent weirdo. Like, I'm like, no, no, no. no. I was but bad. like, I, something, I'm like, which makes me think she's sleeping. And if she's sleeping that much, that makes me think that the COVID's not going well. <laughs> and my mom's like, oh, yeah, yeah, well. It was I mean, so fast. The downhill, like I was fine in the morning. I texted Lily 
my test that was positive and I was like but I'm fine we could still film tomorrow don't worry because I didn't want her to stress out and literally immediately after that I just crumbled and I could I couldn't walk like I would have to lay on the bed and my husband would bring my daughter to breastfeed and I'll just lay there like a corpse <laughs> like it was awful I I was in shambles, but luckily I'm on antibiotics, so that helped a lot. Like it got rid of the strep, like the, the symptoms. It's right only away. been like a day. No, I was okay. So I started feeling bad around three in the morning, and I immediately booked a telehealth appointment for like twenty five bucks. I was like, I'm getting amoxicillin like first thing in the morning because I can't afford to get sick. Well, and when you I know can't. what it is, and you're like, okay, there, yeah. it, like, there's an auto, like, there's something yeah. you can get to make it better than you. Yeah, and I, I don't, I can't. I can't get sick. It's just actually not an option. Like yesterday, like you should see my house. It's completely just in shambles. Every, there's no laundry done. Like I nobody has clean underwear. Like the, I think my mom even asked. She was like, "Are her parents are close by, right? Like who who's gonna take care of the kids Aww, if they're both your sick?" Your mom's so sweet. And it just made me think. I'm like, when I'm like, I'm not sick right now, and I'm looking around my apartment. It is a fucking disaster. When I'm sick, it is just like gross. And yeah. I'm just like, how do you even do it with a family? I, I can't even. And all of you are sick. Well, the saving grace was that for some reason, this COVID, strep, whatever, only really lasts. Like the symptoms only lasted us 48 hours. And we all got sick at different times. So the morning Nassim woke up feeling better, Noah got it. Yeah. And then for two days, everyone was fine but him. And then when he got better, I got it. So, like, we've all kind of, like, rippled Staggered and taken turns it having it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's fucking awful and brutal. And I have to admit, it in no way, shape, or form did I think COVID was, like, done. But after so many years, it's just kind of like, you know, if I'm going to get it, like, obviously, it's just whatever. It is no joke. Like, it is seriously no fucking joke. Do you... I feel like I should know this. But I'm like, do you go a lot of places? No, I would say we I, go to I, the aquarium because I was because I know that you don't go a lot of places, but like, no. do you bring the kids places besides no, the aquarium? We, no, we only go once a week to the aquarium. Oh, and it's then a, it's everything a else is trip. Yeah, it's a weekly trip. Well, no longer. I never want to see the inside of that place again. But like, yeah, we go there once a week and then Nassim does like all the grocery shopping. I don't leave my home. So I'm not saying like I put myself in situations where it's like, fuck it, let's go party. Let's listen to that. <laughs> But like, yeah, the one fucking place that we go, I did see a guy coughing by Noah and Nassim by the Beluga Whale exhibit. And I think it was that bastard. And I swear <laughs> I hope bad things happen to him. I just, so I, I'm of the belief, like, nowadays, no coughing in public. I don't care if you're choking on saliva. Go to the bathroom. I've had times in, like, not recently, because I don't go to the grocery store because they're too expensive. But, um... <laughs> In the beginning, especially, I'd like be high and me and Lisa would be at Target or something and we'd be walking down an aisle and I'm like, like, you need to call it in. And I'm like, oh no, everyone's going to think I have it. Oh my God, I can't. Oh my God, but I'm just, as you should hold it in because I have cotton mouth and my throat's dry. I don't give a shit. (laughs) But, um, yeah, everyone should be holding that in. It's interesting that you can pinpoint so specifically, not not only just the aquarium, but the beluga whale exhibit. Um, because I always think if I ever got it, I would be so curious to where I got it because I interact with so few people. Well, you'd probably know because of that. That's why I know, because like we don't go anywhere else. But like in the beginning, it was so like, clean your groceries and don't touch anything. And like, I always kind of was like, 
feel like I'm going to get it at the grocery store if I'm not near anyone. Like, I'm not going to get it because someone, like, picked something up and put it down and then 10 minutes later I went and picked... I don't... I... I wasn't under the impression that that was, it was like that contagious. It was more of like a, if someone is coughing near you or like just expending any fluid out of their mouth at all, like just spitting at all, but they, sneezing. They say this new strain is the most contagious. So it takes like virtually no interaction to like spread. I yeah. don't know. It's so unbelievably horrible. And I have been sick so many times in my life like i've had the flu i've been i've had so many fevers in my life nothing even touches this it was so unbelievably brutal that i thought i was gonna die i just realized that we've been talking about this for like 10 well, minutes well you know what we needed to it's but very important i i agree and how about the segue is let's talk about today's topic which was an event that required no vaccine cards or masks at all Talk about a super spreader event, the Ace Fest. Well, that's debatable because I don't feel like there was enough people that... I'm kidding. It's, I don't it's know. still, I think, by definition would be super spreader, but it, it I wasn't. think there was more people there than the Georgia Aquarium. I was off the COVID talk, though, and more into the uh, lack of uh, turnout for yeah, the Ace it was, Fest. It was I was a making little, a segue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it was good. It was good. I'm sorry. I ruined it. My bad. Anyway, we're talking about the Ace Fest today, which we kind of talked about the Ace family last week a little bit. We did. And I, okay, this is a request from my mom. So shouts out mom. But she, I mean, my mom is not our demographic ofs, but she did mention, she's like, I tried to watch the podcast and it was, you know, good. I just don't know any of these people. And it was kind of hard to follow. Now we can't exactly cater to that demographic because like that's not going to work. My mom texted me. She was like, it was interesting. I don't, she like tried to be nice and supportive and she like wants it to do well, obviously. So I can not be poor. And um, <laughs> it was very sweet. But then she was like, yeah, I just, I don't know if it was for me. And I'm like, oh my God, you, you listened to the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, not, not the audience. Absolutely yeah, not, not the audience. I would never expect someone that isn't actively like watching right. a ton of YouTube to be interested in this. But that being said, there was some people who do watch YouTube who wanted us to provide more context for um, certain people if possible. Oh, I thought you were going to say add more like pictures and stuff, which I saw a few and comments that, and too. That and I too, was like, yeah. which I mean, maybe sometimes, but the whole point is not to edit this a lot. Listen, I'll drop a few pictures in there. Okay, no that's I just wanted you to offer. So yeah, perfect. I'll do it. Great. Listen, me. The best part about this is that me and Lily are both editors, so we both contribute. It's the best part. We it's both true. do. I make know, us look like we're part. in the same room, and you now are the asset person. Any, okay. Anyway, let's get into it, guys. We have a lot to cover. This is gonna be the longest episode of life. Like we have a thousand videos to watch. Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. So wait. So should we start by giving some context? Yeah, we need to give context for, I, for those I folks. I don't even know. <laughs> I don't have that much context to give because I don't know that much about them. I definitely do not watch the Ace Family because I think Same. we established last episode. We're not into family channels. But specifically, <laughs> I'm not into the Ace Family channel because I just don't understand. But it's... Um, why did I just blank on uh, I blanked on his name? Austin McBroom and Catherine McBroom. Little fun side note that Catherine apparently used to date Michael, Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan, honey. Yep. And then and I, she went to the fucking toilet. 
I, and found us in McGroom. world <laughs> do you... I, I, that could be an entire episode on its own. No, no. But, she um, fumbled so bad. So the first... Wh- when did you first get introduced to the... Well, of course, as you guys know, I'm quite the foot soldier. So I was introduced to them through H3 when they did like the content court and they shit on Ace Family, you know, like pretty much any chance they get. Okay, well, so let me share my introduction to the Ace Family was that I kept getting recommended this fucking video and it was the first in their, they did like a docu-series on their channel where they hired a videographer to follow them around and oh my god, you guys, if you have not seen it, highly recommend. I've um, never seen it. It's, should I pull some of it up? Yeah. I, it's not like a quick watch. Oh, okay. But like, so the what I was going to comment on about it is though, this videographer like followed them like back into places of their past. So they go back to like their first apartment together before they're about to like, I don't know if it was building like the giant one, but it was before they're moving into some huge house. Basically show how far they've come, but they are going into this apartment as if it's going to be like in the slums and it's like gonna be just dilapidated and horrible. You guys, it is literally just like a normal like two bedroom apartment. Like, I feel like Jeffree Star might go back in something and show, like, where he used yeah. to live. And it's, like, actually kind of like, oh, it's maybe a, a questionable area. No, this is, like, I don't have the, I don't have the facts. I don't have a fact checker here with me. But I want to <laughs> say it's, like, in Glendale or something. And oh, it's my like, God. It's not. It, it's just, like, them acting like they were so poor and destitute and it's like oh my god that reminds me of when they they like worked in a food truck for a day and they literally were putting up videos like guys look at us (laughs) look at us flipping burgers and whatnot that's hard but and that's how they are so if you are not familiar with them they give off the vibe like they just think they're better than everyone yeah and so one of the events they put on was this charity basketball tournament but not that much went to charity i guess and then the winner of it which was supposed to be a fan was like a friend of his yeah i feel like he's put on other basketball things too that were questionable he uh then did the most recently there was the boxing match and didn't no one get paid well he says that now everybody's been paid but he was sued up the ass for that so he did it through social gloves which is like his production or entertainment like business that he's directly involved with and they promised people like bryce hall is that his name bryce hall Oh my god, I had a major brain fart. I hate I hate that I know. Yeah. But yeah. So he was offered five million dollars to fight Austin McBroom. And he never got paid, supposedly. Although Austin says that like he now got paid, but it wasn't just the fighters that didn't get paid. That's what pissed me off the most. Cause like influencers can do without their millions for a couple months, like whatever. But the like workers of the event, like people who worked the event didn't get paid either, which is ridiculous. I don't know how those kind of gigs work with payroll and stuff but i feel like wouldn't they get paid like right away no you'd get paid after for depending on like uh, what you how how long you worked i imagine yeah. bunch went into it but they didn't pay the actual people at the event which is bullshit so when they announced that they were doing ace fest <laughs> which was by their own definition disneyland meets coachella okay that alone i'm like that is something that 
Austin probably said in like a brainstorm meeting they had for like, how can we get out of debt because everyone's suing us? And they're like, let's put on another event. Those do great numbers. And then he goes, okay, I can see now. Disneyland meets Coachella, Ace Fest. And everyone's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh shit, that costs a lot of money to hire people to plan. We don't have that. So what did they do instead? They put on a carnival. There's a lot that goes into this event. And I have to, we have to preface this by saying 99% of the internet, especially drama commentary channels, they hate the Ace family. Like with good reason, essentially everybody that went there. So there was a ton of drama like channel people that went to the event. H3 cast and crew or whatever went to the event. I mean, we're talking like virtually anyone, like people flew out that have drama channels and went to this event. So we have to preface this by saying 99.9% of us thought there's not even going to be an event. That was my first thought. I was like, there's just no way this is even going to happen. I think everyone was kind of like waiting with bated breath to see if it was going to be a Tana Con 2.0. Or like a Firefest. Like it just felt like... It, kind of a combo. But yeah. the, the only reason the word fest is involved is because Austin false advertised. Yeah. Well, that here's the thing. Now, what we can say for sure, just to preface this, like Austin and Catherine are so beyond irresponsible with the way they like promote things. They're just to so... A, to an illegal point if people wanted that. i don't know who sues them i guess the people that attend you could do like a, would you do Nobody's like a class do action but that no one's gonna do it so they're fine but like there's actual evidence of them false advertising and just li- flat out lying now what i say in the i mean we'll get into every nook and cranny of this story okay this is gonna be a long one but i i don't think they did it here to a criminal level but they definitely still did it because they can't help themselves. They are constantly saying like, this is amazing. Like everything they do is like so beyond amazing to them. And so that always leads them to false promises and false advertising. And they did that here for sure. So let's just, okay, where do you want to start? We have like so much to talk about. Generally, let's discuss what it is. So it's literally the like little logo for it kills me because they... They announced it definitely before they had started actually planning, like, the physical logistics. Before they were, like, booking, especially, actually, before they even booked a location. Because they advertised in the beginning that this was in L.A. Let me tell you guys right now, Lancaster is not in L.A. And where is it? Where's the location? So we can't give that to you today, but you'll obviously have it when the tickets go on sale. We will say that the event is here in the Los Angeles area. I had no idea that they said that it was in LA. Yeah, absolutely, in the beginning. They acted like it was gonna be like at like the Staples Center or something. Oh, there's no fucking way they would have been able to do that. I don't, I I just pulled that out of my ass. I don't think, I don't know if they said that, but it was something though that I feel like even when they said it, I was like, that's a, that would be really expensive. I don't think you'd be able to do that. You don't have any money, do you? (laughs) And there's like no space in LA to like throw a fucking carnival. so, So there was a time at Clever, quick, quick, tangent that someone pitched that we do like an event planning show and i remember sitting in this meeting and i go who who's planning the events and they're like and it's like older executives and stuff and they're like well 
you guys. And I was like, we are not event planners. That does not make sense. What are you talking about? Stay in your lane. Don't do... Why, yeah. why the fuck is the Ace family putting on a festival? I mean, I know why, because they needed money desperately, I think is the answer. But like, what makes them think... It's like, same with the Firefest guy. Even like, what makes you think you're qualified to put on an event that's that big? They promised performers and a wildlife park. Okay, so that's actually one of the links in the doc um, is to the screenshot that h3 reacted to okay yeah so this is or this uh screenshot from the h3 podcast where they go over it it shows april 19th the advertising says access to free rides access to free games access to free prizes which i would feel like is assumed by free games um and then access to free performers uh, about a month later it now says access to free rides, access to free games, access to free prizes, access to free wildlife park, access to free live performances. Before it just said free performers. So I feel like it could have been like clowns and it yeah. would have applied. Now it's live performances, which implies music, I right. would say. I don't know if legally that's binding, but... They were implying that it was musical guests. Now, if you look, the advertising has changed a third time and it's more limited from the first one. And it just says access to free rides, access to free games, access to free prizes. And can I just note that like the graphics are so horrible, like the smaller font because it couldn't all fit is actually triggering. And I don't understand. When I saw this, I was like, no, that's like fake and somebody just made that to be funny. But uh, that was actually like official advertisement. Well, and so breaking it down again. So before it's free performers, so it's like, okay, that's kind of vague. It could apply to a few things. The next one that it says free wildlife park. Do you mean petting zoo? Wildlife park? What is, or is it going to be like- Austin. Austin made that shit in like their room. Like just there on the computer. <laughs> That's the really thing. Quick. It's like I can hear it all in his voice of being like yeah. Disneyland meets Coachella. Which, by the way, um, let's go over the amenities at both. Yeah. Coachella is literally a music festival, but then also an art festival. So even if you wanted to like take a cop out and be like, there's art inst no, there was no art installations at the Ace Fest. So his Coachella reference again was implying musical guests would be there. They never yeah. mentioned any musical guests except for one time on his story at one point when he puts up a poll of who should perform at the Ace Fest. But this is also like right before it's happening. So it's like, well, I mean, just shouldn't you have booked them already? Oh my God, that's giving me, do you remember when Fousey, Tube? He threw that event and he like swore Drake was coming. And like up until like an hour before the event, he's like, Drake is coming. Drake's going to perform. Like he was trying to manifest it. And I, he was like chasing Drake outside of buildings. I feel I shouldn't, shouldn't be laughing because he was having like a yeah, manic he was breakdown. Poor, but poor that dude. whole thing, that, but that gave me like the same vibes as like when they were first talking about the Ace Fest when he was like, where was going to be. And it's like, yeah. well, I don't think that you're like, that's not. We're not and here's the thing, you're not like it's influencer 101. You don't talk about something until it's happening. Like we talked about this podcast for weeks, I would say, and then I didn't like put it on my story that we were doing this until we were filming the first one. And especially in such 
a like large scale event like that like you do not make fucking promises until you know those promises are like signed for which is why i think these advertising things are so funny because it's so obvious that they were talking about it far before they had actually even looked into what it would entail to plan it and can we just like really quickly throw in there they just lost their home that's why they're doing this is because they need they need money so desperately and they need a quick cash grab so they need tickets so how much was each ticket okay so each ticket if you bought it beforehand and you bought like the vip tickets they were selling they were a hundred bucks if you bought them out the door they were 120 each they're really were they were yeah. never like 250 okay they were 500 but you could bring four people or something like that at one point <laughs> It was so weird. It was like, just say the price of the ticket. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, let's start from the top, like from the mo from the entrance. So like, I feel like we should start from the beginning of the park to like the rest of it. And a very concerning thing, in my opinion, was that some people got in without having their tickets checked uh -huh. and without being checked uh -huh. like their stuff. So I know Spill Sesh said that that happened to her. Um, Deaf Noodles got Def in without a yeah. ticket. He, I think, got he had to like go back at one point and get a wristband or something, but he yeah. went in no problem. So we made it past security, folks. We are inside the Ace Festival. <laughs> they didn't ask for our tickets, <laughs> so spent money for no reason. Um, okay, that's super concerning. Obviously, like with everything that's like gone on, and that Ace family is like a really controversial family. Like, how do they know they're fucking safe they should have been like you need to like check everybody rigorously yeah honestly that's true they do have like millions of followers so it is extra concerning but even if someone has like fifty thousand followers that's a lot of people and if one of them is crazy that's it yeah also didn't it say at some point people were assuming they were getting free parking and they had to pay 10 bucks which i mean not the biggest end of the world but like very annoying very annoying when austin literally said like verbally like out loud not just writing oh. somewhere he said that parking was free and then when people got there parking was ten dollars mad catster which is the youtuber he's a lawyer i want to say and he's the one who like figured out how much tickets they had sold do you remember mm -hmm. that yeah so he um when he got there and you know saw that parking wasn't free he asked them he's like they promised free parking and they were just like they told us to charge i don't know like it's just so weird they probably didn't sell enough tickets they were like oh we need extra yeah you think ten dollars is nothing but then it's like when there's thousands of people paying ten dollars oh well it gets go. them a ton of money yeah and yeah. it's enough it's it's low enough that people will be like that's annoying but i'll pay it but then high yeah. enough that they're gonna make a shit ton off it how much you want to bet that was tacked on at the end because once they started doing the profit margin calculations they're like this is not gonna make us money they didn't yeah. sell enough tickets and they were like oh yeah. shit we need an extra one let's talk I, you want to do like good cop, bad cop. Like, let's talk about the good things they did first or like the things that they actually, you know, fulfilled sure. with the promises. So Lily's Lily was not on board with this. Okay. When I was watching the H3 episode and I was like, Lily, they had a really good time. Spoiler I, alert. If you I, haven't seen it. I want to preface my negativity with it for how it was advertised. If they said you were coming to a carnival, this would be a very different, I would have very different things to say. They Fair did enough. not say that. They said Disneyland meets Coachella and then they had people come to Lancaster in the middle of summer 
to come to a shitty carnival. I think it's because a lot of the things that Ace Family has done were just scams and just horrible or whatever. People were just surprised that it happened in general, but really all it was was like a little city carnival. I don't know, like I feel like there was five rides. I just feel like this is this is the definition of a scam. Well, they there, there were rides it to be there. something huge and it wasn't. Yeah. Like when you look at the zoomed out picture of the carnival, it's not that there's nothing there. It's just that it's like two rides. Okay, so this is, I started to say earlier that I was like trying to kind of calculate what the, like how much they would have possibly made, which now knowing that the tickets aren't like 250 significantly less, but there was a decent amount of people there, if not just to meet them. So I do feel like the tickets raked in a decent amount. But then they have to pay all the vendors and the rental and everything. So I looked on a few websites at like, basically they do like a la carte carnival ride rentals. And they come with an operator usually. Um, But it showed like a Ferris wheel, which I couldn't and didn't have the time or interest in like actually trying to find which they used. But um, for example, like a Ferris wheel, it's like $5,000. What? That's so cheap. Honestly, when I was looking up, I was like, "Mm, they probably did make a decent amount. But if then everything else was like the, it's after the ticket, you don't pay for anything else inside. And the food, it wouldn't go to them. That would go to the vendors, wouldn't it? Yeah, well, I think so. So the food, I don't know why that was like a scandalous part. Like people were saying it was cash only. I feel like that's pretty standard for carnivals. They did provide free water, ice water for everyone. That's kind of a big deal. I don't know. I think that's pretty cool. You know, there was no live performers, but they did give water. Listen, (laughs) we would have shit all over every, like we would have shit all over the event. That's nice. They not only had water, they had people coming around and putting ice in the water jugs, which is nice. That's a nice touch, I have to say. They were jugs? Yeah, like the, you know, the water coolers, like the five gallon. But also a questionable tactic during COVID. (laughs) No, it wasn't like a water fountain. Yeah, that's true. And then also they had misters. They had misters everywhere. And, you know, nice. They had a lot of places for shade. We have to we have to acknowledge. You are. No, 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 no. But you're right now. You're just complimenting things at the venue that they rented. No, but they they for sure. The water made that happen, but not the misters in the shade. I bet that was them. They probably made, especially if they ordered the a la carte like carnival rides. Then that, then really, you have to think that every single element was them, or that it comes like uh, like that things come like the rides were, but then it's like part of a package deal where then like someone listen, Lily. I think that they coordinated the misters, and that's just where I'm gonna die. So it is what it is. I think they did a good job protecting people in that scenario because it was so hot they moved the you know the meet and greet from outside to inside which like you said who knows if that cost them more to do that because they didn't originally plan on doing that and those are things that you have to be like okay at least they did the bare minimum but to that i'll say didn't they originally also <laughs> not plan to have it in lancaster where it's over 100 fucking degrees that they needed to go to all these measures I want to pull up a moment from Deaf Noodles video. Deaf Noodles went. So he talks to this guy. <laughs> Does this look like, is this an Ace Family fan? I ask Could you, be. like, is that what you pictured? Because it's not what I pictured. Well, maybe he's a dad of like one of the kids there. Perhaps. Yeah. Listen. <laughs> 
Ace family today? Yeah, we're gonna go meet him. You met him already? Yeah, very, very good. It's definitely worth the money. Definitely worth it. Yeah. That's good. He asked him if he's met them, and his initial response is, "Yeah, and it was definitely worth the money." Are he was what? a he was a plant. Ex the, literally, oh my god! I need to screenshot my notes app because I deleted this part of it for our time code thing that I sent you. But I literally put paid plant next to it because I was like, <laughs> there's no way that is a real person and that is a real conversation. I know. Uh, what so what do you think of the Ace family? Definitely worth the money. Definitely worth the money. I have to wonder how many people in the festival were their friends or paid employees? Not like they like did a Craigslist like paid actors call. <laughs> I'm not saying it's that not far. The but like if they had like people on their team like kind of out mingling and like because I know they kicked out Rich Lux and uh Oh, let's talk so, about that real but, quick. But but if they left some of them in, then I think it's very curious that he also happened to get an interview with this grown man that is such an ace family fan that he's like, definitely worth the money. Let's talk really quick since you mentioned it. Um, about Rich Lux and Mad Cats are getting kicked out. So it's super weird to me because no other drama channel got kicked out and they were apparently not even filming with like a DSLR. Like they were just filming with their phones. That was going to be but my they next didn't question. Even, yeah, no, they didn't even make it. I mean, Def Noodles had a fucking microphone and a DSLR camera. And H3 too, they brought like an actual camera. And then you have Rich Lux, which mind you, is not in makeup. So he normally does yeah. his drama videos with like very distinct makeup, we'll say. And he was not wearing any makeup and Mad Cat, like they looked so regular and they didn't even make it past the entrance. And I have to say, it was like disturbing. So I have the video there in the doc. Let's pull it up. That's a whole different story. Summer Soul Festival. Uh, it is also back there, but you cannot enter that place. It's said so by me. I'm just working on Yes, everyone. I, I don't know. These guys are their media, I guess. I don't know. You win. What media you win? Uh, Rich Lux, we just got kicked out of Ace Fest. Oh, yeah? Uh, we got 1 million subscribers on YouTube. I wonder why. This is uh, <laughs> Yeah. And security told us that we got to leave. I mean, I wonder why you guys got kicked out. Yeah, I wonder why. I mean, I guess all that internet stuff you guys do, right? What do you guys do? Uh, I might have something to do with that. Celebrity news, gossip. Oh, that's you bad. Know, oh, it's gossip. Oh, okay. Maybe just shitting on people. That's All what right. it is, right? They're like shit talking them. Well, so it's weird because also in the beginning of that, it's him. Is that him saying they they can't go to Summer of Soul either, which is the festival? Like, yeah. Next so to it? Matt. Yeah, Mad Catster was asking like, okay, if we can't go to Ace Fest, then we'll go to Soul Fest, which was the festival right next door to Ace Fest, which apparently had no affiliation. They were just happening on the same day. Yeah. And they said no. Because that's, yeah, even when did that start? Because the guy's lanyard even says, says AV Fair and Event Security. So he, it's, and he's the manager of security for the event center. So what did Austin tell them that they did to get them kicked out because this guy doesn't care about the internet it's the camera guys then afterwards saying the okay two things super weird me out so number one it's the fact that there had to be some sort of like photo of them to be recognized by the security i think it had to be like someone that knew austin recognized them and then Austin went and told the security because this guy works for the venue, not for Austin. Yeah, but how would that even work when 
they didn't even make it into the event. So how would Austin have even seen them? It's very clear that someone told this guy who is associated with the venue, not even just working. I mean, technically he's working for Austin if he's working for this event, but it's, he's like, that's not his employer. Like Austin right. wouldn't be able to fire him. Well, he, and he was just talking like basically that he didn't really know. Like you could tell he was like, you guys do those like those types of videos, but like he did. I don't think that's him say, that's saying that. That's the that's Austin's camera guys. Oh, really? Okay. So I think the security guy is like, okay, leave. I don't like he doesn't really know why he has to kick them out, but he's doing it because Austin told him to. Okay, that's interesting. Well, but then also, the camera guys are shit talking him afterwards, which are Austin's camera guys. So th- maybe are they, they even doing. What are they doing there? Austin's camera guys. Yeah, like it's like oh, I'm, sure, I'm sorry. Like I don't know why they would be filming them kicking him out aside to make probably another documentary where they're going to be like, "Oh, the haters." Cuz that's the whole thing is they're acting like drama channels and commentary channels are like trying to cancel them for never doing anything wrong, but like other people, we know it's people calling them out rightfully for things that they did do wrong and they just are choosing not to take any accountability for it and pretend yeah. like everyone hates them for no reason. But I do have to say, um, when Rich Lux was talking about it, he was saying that he's made like four or five videos on the Ace Family and he's not even one of the largest drama channels. And then you have H3 who has made so many videos on Ace Fest and I'm talking like shitting, dunking on them, like... It, it's bad and the entire crew gets in with a dslr and then you have fucking deaf noodles who has made a ton of videos on ace fest i mean on ace family and and that's fine i don't get it why them it just doesn't make sense i don't think and i don't know how they would have recognized madcaster and um rich lux i don't know if they were particularly recognizable like i don't know how well you need to know them I actually know about Rich Lux. Like, I've seen a couple of his videos, and I wouldn't have probably recognized him. Because I, one of the things I thought when I watched Def Noodles is that it didn't look like him. Didn't look like Def Noodles? Yeah, like, when he had, like, his, like, uh, sunglasses and stuff on, like, I definitely wouldn't be like, oh, my God, that's Def Noodle. Like. I- oh, I would have. He's 6'2". I feel like he, I, he see, would stick I, out. But I, how, how do you even know that? <laughs> H3. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, and, and they kind of suggested this, and, and I do maybe I could see this as a possibility, is that Mad Catster was the one who pulled the whole, like, they didn't actually sell out the tickets, and then that kind of blew up, and maybe from that, that event and that video getting big, maybe they saw that, because Ace Family met the H3 cast, I keep saying cast, crew, and they, like, Austin had no idea. Like, he was meeting them and Deaf Noodles, too. And he had no clue that they were, like, drama channel people. That, but that, and that's my point. And I don't think it's that he doesn't know who Deaf Noodles or H3, like, as, like, YouTube channels. I think he knows those exist very well and probably has You seen think? At least the names. Like, and he also, he's meeting so many people that he's probably, that's like, true. on this autopilot that he's not even paying attention. Well, that's why I think he had no, nothing to do with them getting kicked out. I just feel like either there was a picture of Mad Catster or um, I don't know exactly why it happened, 
but it's still so weird to me. Like I look at this and I'm like, and the just the shit talking is so bizarre. I'm like, what? I would just like laugh in their face. Like, are you okay? Like, why are you? It's just so weird. We can actually jump really quickly because it kind of has the same vibe. And since you haven't seen this yet, click on all the way at the bottom that says Austin, the last link. Austin, can I ask you a question? Yeah, yeah. Come on, get in the van. Get in the van? I can't get in the van. Get in the sprinter? Get in the van? No, I'm not getting in your van. Because I got places to go afterwards. Can I interview him from the outside? Get my interview? I'm not getting in your interview. In your, uh, your van. Why do you want me to get in the van? That's so weird. I'm not getting in your van. I'm not getting in your van. Huh? All right. Well, I appreciate it. That's just very weird to invite somebody into your van like that. Let him in the van. Let him in the van. Yeah. So. So that was Deaf Noodles after this whole Ace Fest where we'll get into it. He like confronted Austin McBroom. But then Deaf Noodles went to another like press conference and tried to interview Austin McBroom. And they literally tried to get him to go in a van with them and like I think beat the fuck out of him. I don't know. I kind of get that that could totally be the situation playing out. But I feel like I kind of just watched someone who again thinks that he's like a-list celebrity level thinking that like that he's like doing something cool like he's giving like a cool one-on-one exclusive to everybody had exited the event and austin stayed inside and then kept sending security out to ask Steph like what question like what questions are you gonna ask him and then Def would like say what questions and then they'd go back in and he was just stalling he didn't want to leave the fucking press conference and then once he did that whole van thing happened so and addison ray's dad was there of course he was um what event was that so for his boxing event they had a press conference in la and they invited the press but when deaf noodles got there they didn't let him in so he, so he knew it was deaf noodles for sure i mean i would think so I'm, i know because they also they like sit- they, they invite the guy like another guy in right after like i feel like austin's just trying to be like oh my god everyone wants interviews with me i'm gonna be really cool and, like yeah but the guy literally was like get in the fucking van like he oh. said that like, I, that's not i was distracted because it was literally i think like five grown men saying the words sprinter van <laughs> eight times like quick. i'm like okay we get that it's a sprinter van we can all see Yeah, it was just super weird. So I think that maybe Austin didn't know at the event, but the fact that he did this makes me think that like those goons with the camera, like those were sanctioned by Austin. Like it's like you see any haters like you fucking tell them what's up. Like, you know, like obviously the people around him act like this. It's it's embarrassing as fuck. If Austin wasn't in there too. You would think that, oh, maybe he doesn't know. I don't really get Austin's vibe in general because I don't really understand why he thinks so highly of himself yeah like i'm like what do you really do back to the event when we're talking about promises they made one of them was free games and free prizes and i would say they delivered on that promise what do you think so apparently when they got into the festival festival i'm using a 
liberally <laughs> generously um the carnival when you got into the carnival uh they gave you a ticket so the ticket was what you would give the right or the game person if you won a prize but you only had one ticket so you could only win one prize so you could play unlimited games but there was only one prize and all of the prizes were limited to ace family merch which i mentioned earlier included a christmas ornament in july they offered only old merch as a prize which i can see that being kind of sad but i have to say if you're an ace family fan and you're going to this event and you get to meet them and then you get to play as many games as you want, which carnival games are super fun and usually very expensive. You get to do that and then at least you win one piece of merch. I feel like that's kind of not bad. And like if they didn't limit it, people could get like a thousand. Like, you know, you have to limit it. Obviously you have to limit it, but also like I would, I'd rather spend a hundred dollars and go to Dave and Buster's. Well, duh, because and we don't have a like limit the, on the game. Yeah, but we don't like the Ace family. So that's I, us. Yeah. Well, and also that they're, I have to assume that a lot of the people that want to go are children. Yeah. And then the families are like, oh yeah, sure. Because if you were anywhere close to being an adult, I feel like you would be just so disappointed in seeing what a blatant cash grab this is in so many ways throughout the day. Like literally going up and seeing that they're not just using merch as prizes it's as you said it's old merch it's like christmas ornaments and scarves when they're in fucking lancaster in 100 degree weather like it doesn't really make sense and it's like oh that's because that's extra inventory that they already had and weren't gonna sell and they're trying to get rid of because that's free for them and they don't have to buy new prizes to jack up the price yeah. and take away from what they're going to take home afterwards. The games, it's like, oh, it's free games. Yeah, but then you look at like how they even executed the free games and it's like, really? To have my good cop moment, I do want to say that H3 explained it and it kind of made sense to me that the majority of people that were there were there to meet the Ace family. So that meant that like, all of the rides, all of the games had like no lines. And that in itself. I, wait, I, I love that that's how you look at that. I'm like, oh, so they were paying $100 for a meet and greet. And you're like, no, so the rides were open. Well, here's the thing. I mean. Jesse, it's a fucking carnival. How many times do you need to go on the rides? Okay, because, the, well, imagine. I guess I'm not a child. It, well, it's not even just being a child. So like the cast, I keep saying cast, the fucking crew of H3, they were saying that they went there to like hate. And like halfway through the day, they were just like, we're having a lot of fun. Like this is actually really fun. And I, the reason I say that is because when you look at it as if you had gone as someone who was a hardcore Ace Family, you know, fan, you get no lines in a carnival, unlimited games. You get a free old merch item, which whatever, kind of shitty. But if it was like Taylor Swift old merch, I would take it. You know what I mean? And then you get to meet them, you know? So I have to say that like if you were a hardcore fan, that's worth a hundred bucks. Again, it, it comes back to what they promised it would be. Right. So for me, I think it's not even necessary. I mean, one, I still do not think that, that is worth a hundred dollars, but when it comes down to it, I don't even think it's about whether it was worth it. It's whether that's what people thought they were getting. And I like, I cannot imagine even the most diehard Ace Family fan would be like, yes, this is exactly what I was expecting. Right. It definitely wasn't Disneyland meets Coachella. Like we can totally agree on that. And that in itself 
was false advertisement. I can't believe that there was no performers. Like, well, how are you going to... Here's the thing. Here's the thing, Lily. Technically, there was three to four DJs, like music DJs, performing. And that can be considered a performer. Can we go back to the uh, Instagram story that he posted? I think right before the event happened where he was like, who should perform at the Ace Fest? And I believe okay, the options he provided... Obviously, he's full of shit. But the options he provided to his fans that are young and gullible enough to believe all of his shit and buy tickets to this thing in to a carnival in Lancaster said the options were Justin Bieber, Doja Cat. No. Are you serious? And someone else. And then, like, another big person. And then the last one said Catherine McBroom. And then he does a follow-up story where it's like, oh my God, guess who won? And then like pans over to Catherine and Catherine's like, no, stop. That's so, so what is she going to do? Like spiritual healing? On I don't believe, I, to my knowledge, Catherine did not put on a performance at Ace Fest. Um, maybe next year. Because also they refer to this several times I've heard as like the first Ace Fest. I'm like, oh, it's an annual thing. Cool. Yeah. Or maybe you're, you're going to make it twice a year because you need more money. The one thing that they definitely, or two things, I guess, that were complete false advertisements did not go that way were the wildlife, like the, the, petting, the zoo. petting zoo. That and the free parking were the two definite false advertising, like the false advertisements. And I think that for the Ace family, that's not that bad. Uh, the fact you're giving them the performers as these DJs. Well, well, DJs are performers. What, what? Who are the DJs? Well, I don't fucking know. It was like DJ Brandon from fucking Craigslist. I don't know. But he was, apparently, it was bopping. Well, here's the thing. They could have had no DJs and then it would have been like, okay, for sure. Like, what were you guys even talking about with the performers? But that is technically performers. I would die to actually... Uh, know if these DJs were like in any sort of way legitimate like even if they're aspiring DJs or if they're like literally like Austin needed some performers and that was like a way to not get shit for it I already explained my stance yeah I think they just false advertised as usual and you can see it play out in several different ways it's not just like oh there was one little thing with the advertising in the no no they this was a cash grab and it is so obvious and i think that the least they could do was meet all of their fans and they did good but i did hear that they uh people got turned away uh, nope later is in- that a lie incorrect so in the doc you will see that that was false advertisement if you look under the H3 link, they did not deny people. If they had, it would have been the dumbest decision yeah, they'd ever real. made besides putting on a carnival in Lancaster. <laughs> um, because that would have just ruined, that would have been enough to be the headline that. Yeah. That's actually another thing I wanted to address too. I saw online that people were saying that people were being shooed away from the meet and greet, but they made a big announcement saying that now's the time, last call to get in before we shut off the meet and greet uh, session. (coughs) And everybody that was in the building at that time got to see them. That's cool. So that's good. I mean, uh, and I saw there was a video someone included in their video because I don't follow Austin McBroom on Instagram. Um, But they posted on his story that it was like him walking around the, actually, 
Fuck, what was I think it was spilled sesh. Let me pull it up. Yeah, it was after. So the event was from 12 to 10. They were meeting people the entire day, which apparently from what people said, they were taking their time with people. They were meeting everybody and taking their time talking to them. And then at 1030, the event was like way over and they walked around with fans and road rides and stuff. And that's kind of, you know, so and that's I, I think it was even spill the spill shit. Spill Sesh, I think, says in her video that, like, that's meeting fans all day long Brutal. is exhausting. Yeah. And I, I've done a meet and greet for an hour before. And afterwards, you're like, Ooh, like yeah, twitching, like, hard. don't know what to do. Yeah. I fully, fully agree with that. But again, I think the least that they can do <laughs> is meet all their fans. So I'm not going to give them like extra brownie points for doing what they said they were going to do. Like I wouldn't have ever signed up for a fucking 10 hour meet and greet. Yeah. Nor did, would I ever have 10 hours of people to meet. I don't know. I, I, yes, I think that's great. I think that it's nice that they're not like the people that are just like, oh, here's a quick picture. Bye. That right. They spend time with them. But again, I don't think that excuses any of the other shit that they do. But I do want to bring this up because... They walk around the uh, the fest afterwards because they need vlog footage and promotional shots of them enjoying the fest. And of course, at a carnival where there's a lot of lights and stuff, I imagine the pictures probably are gonna, in the footage, it's gonna look a hell of a lot cooler at night. So it makes sense. And they've also been busy meeting people all day. I totally understand. As someone who makes videos, 100%, I get that. But I was dying to watch i think uh spill slash even kind of calls them out for they're like kind of talking about how sketchy one of the ride they're on the ferris wheel and they like feel like it's not necessarily <laughs> the the most sturdy yeah. then it's like them in it while all these people are like down watching them and they're clearly just like posing for pictures Catherine, they're sitting in a ferris wheel and Catherine starts posing with these pictures and she keeps putting her hands I up. saw like that. She's on like a roller coaster. And I was watching it and I'm just like, oh God. <laughs> <laughs> to speak of the ride quality, Lily did send me a picture where the bolts were looking a little rusty. That was from um, Amanda from Swell Entertainment that went and like, spent the whole day there. She was posting on Twitter. She's like, I'm on the Tilt-A-Whirl. I was like, Oh, so the rides are new. Literally, these look like they are on their last, like this is the last whirl of the tilt. Yeah. <laughs> and let's not pretend that like people don't die on carnival rides. Like people do die on carnival rides. I watch way too many like terrible videos caught on camera. I have a, <laughs> I have some dark uh, YouTube holes that I go down. Do you know how many theme park and carnival accidents they are? Which I found ironic when I was looking up the a la carte purchasing of the rides because a lot of them said like insurance included. And I'm like, yikes. Really? I feel like it would be so like, you'd have to get like extra insurance on top of that. I think you do just to have an event like that. Like, I think you have to have some sort of insurance, but like the fact that the ride insurance is included in 5,000 and a fucking Ferris wheel. Those are so big. Yeah. Do you want to like throw a festival? <laughs> The fact that that's, I think, my biggest, like, don't call it a festival. What by definition is a festival? I'm going to Google it. Oh, yeah. Good question. Because I can guarantee you it's not going to say it's a carnival. 
Oh, fuck this. <laughs> it just says, a day or period of celebration. <laughs> Typically, a religious commemoration. I think the last definition is a little more accurate. An organized series of concerts, plays, or movies typically held annually in the same place. I think concerts yes. is obviously it's, the thing when, everybody thinks about when you think festival. It, absolutely. When you think fest, you think either concerts, art, or food. Yeah. You don't think carnival rides? No. I would have been more impressed if the food was free, to be honest. I know that's like maybe asking oh, too much, but I would have been. do that. Yeah. But they did say, H Street um, crew said that it was fire. Like the food was so good. I mean, that's what they sign said. me up for fair food. Anyway. I know, for real. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so let's see what else. I know we have. Oh, do you want to show the ultimate cringe when Deaf Noodles confronted Austin? I, Can we handle that again? I don't, I don't know. Should I say any more? It was so cringe. And I have to ask myself, listen, nothing against death, but like, why? So here, that's my thing is, I he, this is, oh, I feel like he'll, he'll hate me and like block me forever. No. I mean, but, listen, it's fine to criticize. It doesn't mean we don't like him or anything. It's just, it was, it, it was cringe to watch. And when I see things like that, I have to be like, like it I'm, didn't land for me to be like you, funny you do know you know what it gave me the exact same energy as oh god what and deaf i i don't think you're listening to this because I, I think you have too many shows to be making constantly <laughs> for real with the news but um I, he gives me like he does not remind me of this person actually in any way but just in the way he delivers his disses and like humor i guess oh god jake paul oh when, when he went and confronted cody co oh my god you're so and he right goes in and i'm like you knew you were gonna confront him get something better to say you're a bully and it like he had nothing to say and it was just really fucking awkward that is how this felt it was like you're, that's all that you're gonna say literally honestly even that was like so fucking accurate yeah it feels like he didn't prepare it like, did, like last teach night, me like, shit it's actually happening what? yeah click on it real quick so we can show people what we're referencing sorry to those of you who have already had to watch this because every time i click on a video about ace Plus and i have to watch this again i'm like fuck my life but it is important context you can tell even while austin's like shaking his hand like he doesn't i don't think he's registering faces at all no. and again like i i admit that I would not with sunglasses on in public I would not know who Deaf Noodles is. Well also think. just you do go into autopilot especially when you're meeting that many people you're not paying attention to what someone looks like at all. It's even like when you see like videos of like son that's been away working in another country for years comes home and surprises his mom as the waiter at the restaurant but the mom like takes five minutes to even realize that it's yes. her son. I feel like that's what's going on here. He's just like seeing yeah. How you doing? I'm a big fan. Huge like fan. Little, like oh, yeah, I love it. <laughs> so I, I want to ask him some life advice. Yeah. How do I learn to scam as good as you? Scam? He uh, didn't come to be, came to be funny. No, I'm, I'm for oh. real. I'm a fan. <laughs> Wait, no, for real. What's the... I just want to be like you. I want to be a skimmer. I'm for real. It's like a mix between the Cody Ko, Jake Paul thing, and then also reminds me of the iDubs Tana Mojo yeah. thing. But like, obviously on such yeah. like a yeah, less yeah, level, yeah. but of like them just like kind of panicking and like don't know what to do because I don't know what cringe is worse. It's them realizing like, oh shit, this isn't a fan or Dev Noodles just 
not having anything. Well, the thing is, I, I think that Austin, like maybe he was just caught off guard. That's why the next time he sees Jeff that he's telling him to get in the fucking van, I'm like, oh, God, because I, I feel like Austin, I would expect him to be almost more aggressive or more confrontational. And he wasn't I, really. I think I would normally. But because all of the fans were there and that they're probably a lot of like yeah. little kids, like they probably had a rule ahead of time. That's like if there's any kind of confrontation, security just take them out. Before well, and anything. I have to say like H3, when they met him, I actually found it way funnier that they like all posed with them, like super normally told them they had like so much fun at the carnival. Like it was really funny. And like AB even like fucking like, you know, like shook hands with with Austin and stuff. And that to me was actually more fun knowing the history that they don't like him then like this because it just I don't really like, I, like get I said, out of it yeah it didn't it did not I didn't really understand the point of doing it and maybe he thought he had to do something because like he doesn't like ace family and like shits on them or whatever but I just honestly it didn't land for me at all it was so cringe There's- I don't even have a good example like when people get like tricked into thinking they're doing an interview what I saw one recently where it was like a guy says he's doing a Vice interview with the head of the KKK and he's black and he like goes and visits him and he like tells him that it's for, or he tells him it's for the BBC, but it ends up being a Vice video. And it's like him making fun of him the whole time, but the head of the KKK doesn't know that and is like, doesn't catch on until the very end. That I feel like is funnier than just trying to like be rude, I guess. Like, I don't even... It's not even that, like, rude. It was just so... Like, teach me how to like, scam. Like, what's he gonna like, say? I was... Like, best case scenario, yeah. what what's the outcome gonna be, I guess? Like, you could have yeah. gotten a funnier response saying something else. I don't have a suggestion of what he could have said. But <laughs> I, I agree yeah. that, like, what the age three group did, that it's like, I think it'd be funnier to have, like, a picture looking like you are a huge fan, and then using that yeah. every time you reference Austin from there on out in yeah. videos or something. Yeah. But, yeah, the whole thing is just weird. Yeah, we're, we were not, we weren't the biggest fans of Jeff's video, I have to say. Well, listen, I know he was on the scene, you know, the crazy things happen, you're feeling all spicy, you're feeling, like, the energy. I just, it was a lot of cringy moments, and Lily... In specific, time sp- timestamped a sp- special moment for us to watch where Deaf Noodles was speaking Spanish. Yeah. Um, I was surprised you didn't say something sooner. And actually, this, I feel like, plays in its same kind of moment as meeting Austin. Like, what's the point? I hate man on the street kind of videos where it feels like there isn't a good payoff for what they're doing. Like, if there's nothing, yeah. like, Chris Clements. It's fucking hilarious. Watch that all day. Super. He yeah. doesn't feel like he's like bothering people and like yeah. inconveniencing people. Like that's what, that that's is... my biggest thing. Like back when Jake Paul used to vlog, I'd watch him like go into Target and be like wreaking havoc. I'm like, these people are just like making minimum wage at Target. Leave them alone. You know what's interesting? I was trying to find out what specifically irked me so bad. And what you just said is like what I always try to avoid. And like when I'm watching videos, I react negatively when they're interrupting or they're making people uncomfortable it is very i don't get the point of it and i don't find watching it enjoyable at all so on top of just bothering a person this one is step further Okay, uh, uh, like uh, somebody falling over, or <laughs> I don't know. Going, uh, no, I don't, I 
entiendo. Okay, gracias. I mean, I guess it's not so it's bad. It's not like... I, I remember it being worse. Okay, so he actually does yeah, say... Yeah, say, give us the intel because I took years of Spanish, but no, none. Okay, so he is saying, have you seen something interesting around here? We just got here. That is oh, he what he's saying. he does actually ask him something. He does actually say in Spanish. Now, at the end of that sentence, he goes awry, like completely not even, like complete gibberish. But in the beginning, he actually, I'm surprised the guy didn't understand because he is saying like in a bad accent, but he's saying, have you seen something interesting? We just got Oh, here. okay. What threw me off is because he puts on screen that he does not speak Spanish. And then yeah. he puts right after that he's making up words in Spanish. He's yeah. saying Spanish words, but is it just like him saying literally like Spanish words he's heard before and then rambling them all together? <laughs> no. But again, if he was actually expecting a real answer, then that's different. But if he wasn't, then again, what's the point he, of this? It's not funny. No, uh, the whole thing is irrelevant whether he was speaking Spanish or not. That guy obviously doesn't give a flying shit about what he's okay, saying. This and that could is have facts. maybe been left on the cutting room floor. Didn't yeah. Yeah, like that, and I get why he included it because he thought it was funny, but it could have. We could have just left that one in the trash. Very different sense of humor. (laughs) Maybe, maybe some people saw that and thought it was funny. That like, but like when I look at the worker's face, and I know that that guy's just like fucking hot. That's I'm just like, I just know if I was working and someone was coming up and not coming up with like funny and like not like something I'm gonna go home and be like, oh my god, this hilarious person came up to me and they, I'm gonna be in this video. No. What yeah. the fuck was this? Yeah. So that was... That was so we love the Deaf Noodles video. It's linked below if you want to watch. It was, a, it was a little cringe, not going to lie. But, all right, what else we got? We got... Can got... I point out one of the, my favorite parts is that another obvious sign that this was like probably a a la carte ride purchasing and like just bare minimum, bare bones carnival. And that it also was not like planned with a whole lot of foresight. The only like Ace Family or Ace Fest branding was like a couple banners and then one photo, this family photo of them blown up on this weird, like uh, like almost kind of like a step and repeat, like where you'd go take pictures, like as if it was there for people to go take pictures in front of, but it's such a weird picture. And it was like that, that maybe I think appeared two or three times throughout the fest. And then um, that same picture is used on the Ferris wheel. It's like, I don't even know how they get it on there, but it's probably some like, for an extra $100, we'll customize your Ferris wheel. <laughs> and it's just like- Like in the middle of the Ferris yeah, wheel? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like, really? That's the, that's the most you could do? Like, I don't even think the actual sign for Ace Fest was bit, like, you know, that's an interesting point because I didn't even realize that, but there really wasn't a lot of branding None, because at all. They didn't and also there wasn't like you pointed this out. There was no photo backdrop. There was no like they didn't take pictures in front of yeah. like a setup. Well, so I, I and they didn't have I, one I outside. I know they switched to inside. I guess that's what I'm curious about is where was the meet and greet going to take place if it took place outside? Well, they did take pictures outside and it was like under this little shelter looking thing and um oh, so it wasn't, there was no backdrop it there wasn't in front of either. one of the family photos 
No, because that would have been, been so fucking weird. A photo of them in front of a photo of them. would have been, been so epic. them. I mean, literally, get yourself a DIY balloon arch from Amazon well, and make it happen. Literally, we have done like pop-up, like Clever didn't get a featured creator status at VidCon. So we had to do our meet and greet at IHOP across the street. And like we had a little backdrop that we set up in IHOP. So I'm like, oh my the gosh. Ace Fest? Did you? Have they let you do that? Oh, I mean, I think we paid them. Oh, love that. Uh, yeah, go IHOP. Um, Ace <laughs> family for your next festival. IHOP. They didn't provide the backdrop. We brought it. Oh, so IHOP doesn't provide the backdrop. Just, <laughs> just, I was just the pancakes that. in the venue. Yeah. But, <laughs> but um, they're inside this convention center doing the meet and greet. And I look and it's like literally just this giant room and then just taking pictures with no, not even a single color. I mean... Again, those types of things don't matter so much to people who are coming to meet. But as people who have done <laughs> meet and greets before, it's it's like obvious how little like like they didn't really put the effort yeah. into the actual meet and greet in the sense of like when you get that picture with people you've been wanting forever, like you want it to like look good. Well, and not to imply that they're on the same level as someone like Miley Cyrus, but like, you know, when you see Miley's meet and greet things, it's not even anything like it's in front of a curtain. Like anything, couldn't even spring for a backdrop. Yeah, that things like that. I mean, like I said, they did put on a carnival, and that's about where there we can, was a functioning pretty... event that had rides that people could ride on yes. and did not die. So I mean, I'll right. give them that. Yeah. So when it comes to people being, you know, either thinking it was amazing, thinking it wasn't. It really was the bare minimum. When you look at it, it, it was the bare minimum they could do without being like, they fucking scammed everybody, you know? So when it comes to that, we got we got to call it what it was. It, it was. it was just okay. It was an okay carnival. When it comes down to the way they advertised it was so that any random person in the world could go and enjoy and like be like this is an awesome event and then have it turn out to be something that like you'd have to be a diehard ace family fan to right. feel like it was worth your money that's right. not really what you want to see right i agree with that 100 percent. it was not disneyland meets coachella at all it was not spectacular um but it did happen i have to say jesse i'm very impressed and shocked such a surprise that you have been the one trying to give them the best. Okay, the well, hear me here. out. Listen, I'm not afraid to admit it. H3 does influence me a lot. So I did watch the H3 video where they had a fun time, and that does affect my worldview. Can we actually talk about you texting me that and you explaining why they were having a fun time and me going, so they just enjoyed the carnival ride. It was like, a yeah, carnival. Yeah, but, but there but was delicious the food. Carnival, yeah. The that, that's honestly, if I hadn't seen the H3 video, I would be much more of a hater than I am now. But seeing that they had so much fun, I was literally like, oh, nice. Like, I don't know, guys. I, I'm a die hard. A lot of you guys in the comments were like, oh, my God, Jesse's a foot soldier. No, no, I'm a die hard foot soldier. Like, I was a fan of Ethan's channel, the dead one now, RIP. But I was a fan way before the podcast. So I've been an H3 fan for so many years. And I've watched like every podcast episode, every second of it. So like, it just is what it is. I'm a diehard foot soldier and I'm very easily influenced, but it's good that I came with a different perspective. Although, yeah, okay, it was a regular ass carnival. Ain't nobody saying they did anything amazing. You know, but I, I was never on a debate team, but I feel like if this was a debate, I probably, I It, it felt won. a little like it. Well, you might've won. Yeah, I agree. Because I kind of agree with you. I can't call this a scam 
not not in, with confidence at all. And I think nobody has grounds to like sue. Uh, but mm, I don't think they have grounds to sue per se. But I would call it a scam with that with as much false advertising as they had. How it was only two. And also, if they had announced these like adjusted advertisements and like pointed out that things have changed and plans have changed. I think that would have even been okay, but they didn't. They actually just pretended like nothing changed and everything was great. And then they kept lying and saying it was sold out when it clearly wasn't. And you could yeah. clearly see it did not sold out. All right, Lily, you win, I just, whatever. I see your perspective on it was a functioning event that people could have fun at, but I think that it's not like someone's not getting paid $5 million. The vendors aren't getting paid or something. It's not that kind of a scam, but I do think that it is the epitome of the Ace family and how they talk things up and lie and to their very impressionable audience that for some reason just keeps giving them another chance. <laughs> I know. They they do be loyal. Have they ever done so, like some kind of redemption thing where it was like amazing and then it kind of fogged everyone's judgment moving forward for a few? Like You mean pull the Shane Dawson, Jeffree Star? No. Yeah. I just want, I would love to see like a hundred Ace Family fans in a room just to see who it is. Just a bunch of toddlers. <laughs> eight, eight year olds. They don't even realize they're watching the Ace Family. They're just like, yeah, they don't friends. even know where they are. <laughs> that happens to my son. Oh my God, they're kids like, no! get sucked in the weirdest fucking YouTube Screws holes up your ever. Recommended. There was one time, talk about YouTube kids being demonic, but like literally he clicked on like what looked like a Finding Nemo thing and like Dory was talking about pussy. <laughs> And when I heard that, I was like, oh my God. And that's when we like, we banned his tablet forever because of that. I was so stressed out. Oh my God, I, can, I can never have kids. Like, I, no. how do you, that's, that's so, like, when it, oh my God. Should we start another <laughs> podcast where we just talk about things that aren't internet drama? Because like, when are you going to give your kids phones? Never. Correct I have answer. no interest. I know the things I did with a phone. I'm not interested. But anyway, that's that was it. That was the Ace Fest recap. I think we we went pretty in depth. We talked about pretty much everything. So I think so. Yeah. Um, I I'm sure there's more, but I'm kind of over it at this point. Probably. Well, yeah. I was uh, telling Lily right when we started filming, H3 put out another video about Ace Fest. I'm like, fuck. So there's probably more that will come oh, out. But you wait, know what? I, guess, I really don't want to talk about this more. Uh, I guess we, we already kind of talked about what Austin put out after with like the footage of them like going around the park. But basically, the statement from the Ace family afterwards was like, it was a huge success, and just yeah. pretended like. It was Disneyland meets Coachella. Went off without a hitch. Yeah, but that's very them. So makes sense. Anyway, <laughs> what are their conversations like? Like it, with people like them, I wonder. Like, are they openly scam? Like, are they like having like scammer meetings where it's like, how can we? <laughs> no, bro. <laughs> or are they, they are just convinced like they're amazing. <sighs> like they genuinely believe that they're just awesome. Like, damn, we kill it every but time. Like, that's literally by, like multiple entities for those are the haters. Those are the haters. Mm -mm. No, those are those the people trying to bring them down. Like, I... But Catherine, Catherine uh, will rise above it with her good vibrations. Oh my god! Wait, so can I can I that. leave you guys all with one thing? Um, if you're not watching this, I highly recommend you go watch at least the very end of the YouTube version. Um, I need to find it. I. I want to say my good friend Def Noodles tweeted it out. Michael B. Jordan and his ex, Catherine McBroom, appear to be in a mural at Miami International Airport. Someone what? noticed that this, in Miami, you, you, 
Do you recognize it? No, I don't. From this picture? Oh, shit. No, they're not wearing the same thing. No, they're different swimsuits. Oh. I call bullshit. Mm. I don't know, but so whether that is real or not, if you're listening, um, we're looking basically at a painting that looks like it's based off uh, paparazzi photos of Michael B. Jordan and Catherine walking on the beach. I call bullshit on that. It looks interesting to very tidbit. much like that. Mm, nah. I'd have to look into like the dates of like when it was painted, who painted it, because I feel like they would probably have recognized Michael B. Jordan. I don't know. I'm intrigued. Just a little tidbit. Gonna leave you with that. Uh, Thank you so much for listening to episode two. We made it, guys. And guess what? We will be back for episode three, whether you like it or not. Well, hopefully, Jesse will not have COVID or strep. No, rumor has it I'll be fine in like three days, they said. (laughs) Who's they? The CDC. Oh, Oh, got it. Yeah, they said I'll be A okay. So, okay. Well, I would say everyone say some prayers, but um, this will be. Yeah, your prayers will be too late. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Well, um, that's it for today. Subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. Um, I think follow if you're listening. And leave a comment and rate and do all of the things. And thank you. Thank you for all the nice feedback, too. Yes, for sure. And we love you. We'll see you next week. Toodles. Toodles.